Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Lee Habib with Our American Stories, and we tell stories about everything here on this show, including your stories. Send them to OurAmericanStories.com. That's OurAmericanStories.com. Our next story is a story from a listener from Australia, of all places, and how he came to fall in love with a food that is uniquely American, the buffalo wing. My name's Colin Bettles, I'm 50 years old, and currently I live in Sydney, Australia, which is uh, on the other side of the country, about 4,000 kilometres or 2,500 miles away from where I uh, grew up in Perth. At age 20, in 1990, I set off from Perth for a working holiday in the United Kingdom. I found my way uh, to be working in a bar in the London suburb of Kensington, um, where I worked in between playing cricket for the uh, London Theatres Cricket Club, uh, among others. And in that bar, we mingled with students from all over the world. And, you know, we gained a different tuition on on, uh, 
each other's worlds over a few beverages at the bar, of course. And um, during this time, I made some very good friends. So um, I didn't have any great conviction about where I was going to travel to while I was on my working holiday. And so I decided to go to the US and visit some of these friends that I'd made while working in the bar. And my first stop was to stay with a guy named James who I'd met who was attending a place called Colgate University in a small college town called Hamilton in upstate New York. James lived across the road from a place called the Old Pizza Pub. Now, my very first uh, night that I stayed, um, they treated me to buffalo wings from there and I'd never had them before in my life. Uh, in fact, I'd never even heard of them before and they didn't have to do much to convince me to, to try them. And as they say, it was uh, love at first bite. I was hooked on this new taste sensation straight away. What I remember most about that first time experience was the tenderness of the chicken uh, that fell off the bone. It uh, didn't require, or virtually required no chewing of the chicken meat. And then of course the um, tangy hot flavor sensation that uh, exploded in my mouth. And the blue cheese dip, I always remember just how smooth and creamy that was and how it complemented the hotness of the wings and enhanced the flavor. And basically that's where my uh, love affair with buffalo wings started and it continues to this day. My most memorable experience with a wing well, as they say, there's nothing like the first time. So I, I think that first night um, with James and his college buddies eating wings for the first time at the farmhouse remains uh, my greatest and most lasting memory. But uh, I also have another strong memory um, that always brings a smile to my face. And that's actually an evening spent out with some of those Colgate Uni friends, James and Jeff, Charles and Fran, in New York City in 1992 for my 22nd birthday. And we stumbled upon a place by accident. I can't recall its name. In fact, there's quite a bit about the evening I can't recall. But this was a typical New York City dive bar. And while it was a dive bar, the upside was that they served these wings. And these wings were ranked on a scale according to their degree of hotness. Let's call it the chili factor and the serving at the top of this heat list was called the Chernobyl wing. And it was a huge sized wing and they only allowed them to be served one at a time. Now this uh, serving restriction, I may guess, was a requirement that was applied to the bar by the local fire department or a nearby health facility. Now common sense would tell you to avoid this sort of danger but as they say making mistakes is all just part of growing up and down they went. It seemed like a fun idea at the time to dare each other to eat these ferociously hot wings that had more punch than the closing scenes of a Rocky movie and to wash them down with one or two polite beverages but uh, we definitely had a few regrets the next morning and they lingered long into the next afternoon. Have I ever met a wing I don't like? Well, the answer is yes. <laughs> One of my pet hates is when the wings are served whole and they haven't been cut up into flats and drum pieces and the tips haven't been cut off and thrown away. Um, this tells me that there's a lazy and unsophisticated method behind these wings, that they've probably been pre-cooked and frozen, which means that the flavour is substandard and pretty bland, really. This is generally backed up by serving ranch sauce with the wings rather than authentic blue cheese dip or Lord forbid mayonnaise uh, or aioli sauce. 
Wings that are heavily baked in breadcrumbs are also just poor substitutes for the real thing. And uh, call me a wing snob if you like, um, but if they're not authentic and if they're not genuine and if they're not the real deal and made with a bit of love and a bit of time and care, then you're better off doing your taste buds a favour and going without. Is there an American food and do I think that food is the buffalo wing? Well, the answer is quite simply yes. Some people might look at the hot dog and the deep pan pizza in Chicago, but at the end of the day, they're just hybrids and they don't compare to the buffalo wing, which was born and raised in the USA. Um, the backstory to how the wing was invented on that famous Friday night at the Anchor Bar in 1964 proves that this great dish is purely American as it originated at the Anchor Bar. It didn't originate in Germany or Italy or even Australia. It was in upstate New York at the Anchor Bar and it goes a bit like this, that uh, Dominic Bellissimo was tending bar late that evening and a group of his friends arrived with a big appetite and uh, he asked his mother Teresa to prepare something for his friends to eat. Now she had some chicken wings which were normally preserved for soup uh, in the kitchen of the Anchor Bar and she deep fried them and flavoured them with a secret sauce and of course they became an instant hit and a regular on the menu uh, not just at the Anchor Bar but all over the US and throughout the world and uh, even in Australia now they're very popular and becoming more and more popular and you've been listening to Colin Bettles and he's from Australia he listens to our show in Australia too and by the way America imports so many fine things around the world our ingenuity in every endeavor including of course food when we come back more with Colin Bettles here on Our American Stories Folks, if you love the stories we tell about this great country, and especially the stories of America's rich past, know that all of our stories about American history, from war to politics to innovation, culture, and faith, are brought to us by the great folks at Hillsdale College, a place where students study all the things that are beautiful in life and all the things that are good in life. And if you can't get to Hillsdale, Hillsdale will come to you with their free and terrific online courses. Go to hillsdale.edu to learn more. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. 
The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we return to Our American Stories and to an Australian listener of this show, Colin Bettles. The story of the buffalo wing and, of course, this Australian's obsession with it. In the early 90s, Colin headed back to London from his trip to America and started work back at the Builder's Arms Bar in Kensington. Let's pick up the story from there. Now, after my first trip to the U.S., I returned to live in London, and I still had a strong craving for buffalo wings, but there was no wing scene in London in the early 1990s, and so it was a bit like looking for a needle in a haystack. And I had to go without, which of course wasn't easy. And I hadn't thought of the idea at that stage of cooking them myself. Anyway, after a period of time, a couple of my fellow bartenders and workmates at the Builders Arms, Tim, who is from New Zealand, and Declan and Patrick, believe it or not, who are from Ireland, um, they'd learned about a US-style bar and restaurant called TGI Fridays opening in Covent Garden. And they duly informed me that uh, TGI's served wings. This was a major breakthrough in my life at that age, (laughs) and uh, this uh, new TGI Fridays became a regular haunt for me, and I'd often drag Tim and Declan and Patrick along there and anyone else who wanted to join me in a wing fest. They weren't the best wings I've ever had at TGI's, but they were certainly good and they certainly satisfied my appetite, and I'd often dine by myself at TGI's just to, to get a plate of wings. Now, about the age of 24, not that long after returning from uh, living overseas in London, I decided to go into business for myself and I bought a fish and chip shop. Now, this youthful stab at capitalism was underscored by, of course, placing buffalo wings on the menu at North Beach Seafoods, and this kept my wing dream slightly alive, shall we say. But in a modest way, it was just great to be serving wings at my own business, even if it was a fish and chip shop. Now, one of the things that happened at that time was um, my marketing for the Buffalo Wings included a having a dedicated advertising board that my mate Benny Morgan uh, did for me, and he was a sign writer. And uh, 
on that advertising board he drew a picture of a buffalo with the price which I'd say was probably about $5 for a serve of 12 wings with blue cheese dip. Um, customers would often come into the shop and look at the sign and go, oh, I didn't know buffaloes had wings. Anyway, then obviously I would just be able to give them an education on buffalo wings and they would um, put their hand in their pocket and buy some, hopefully. These um, chicken wings, though, they weren't cooked in corn or peanut oil. Uh, let's just say um, there was a slight oceanic texture to the final flavour and the chicken meat also had to be frozen because there wasn't a large number of orders on a daily basis. So I had to defrost the chicken first and this meant that it uh, took a lot longer to cook the orders, about 40 minutes. So we lost sales, but uh, this didn't put everyone off buying them and we had some good loyal customers who got into the habit of phoning their orders ahead, which is what you do with a fish and chip shop anyway. And so trying to train them up to buy buffalo wings and getting used to the slight delay and while there was, I was never going to retire on buffalo wings alone from the fish and chip shop, uh, it was certainly a great experience and I can always say that uh, I, you know, I came home and I tried to follow through on my buffalo wing dream and I, I did sell them to Australians for a while. Anyway, I sold the shop after a couple of years and I went to university uh, where I studied theatre and drama and English and comparative literature and creative writing. Eventually I got into a career in rural and political journalism which included working in the Canberra Press Gallery for several years. Now the reason why it's probably important to uh, talk about how I went from owning a, a fish and chip shop to going to university and then becoming a journalist is because uh, my journalism career has opened up the door to some amazing opportunities and um, of course part of that is storytelling and in more recent years it has enabled me to be able to return to the US on a journalist visa and write stories about rural issues and farming issues and political issues. And on one of these trips I was able to visit the Anchor Bar in Buffalo, New York where Buffalo Wings originated. Now I was aware of that fact because it was mentioned in the introduction to that original wing, wing recipe from that recipe book that I'd used in 1993. Now the intro to that recipe says this American classic originated at the Anchor Bar in Buffalo, New York where it is still a favourite with locals and tourists alike. Now, little did I know that one day I'd end up being one of those same tourists some 17 years later, visiting that famous bar at 1047 Main Street in Buffalo. Anyway, when I arrived at the Anchor Bar, uh, of course, I sat at the bar and was soaking up the atmosphere and uh, taking my time eating a great plate of incredible original buffalo wings. I eventually worked up the courage to ask the Anchor Bar's executive chef, Ivano Toscani, if he would agree to do a story for me uh, and that I'd travel all the way from Australia to capture the story of where and how buffalo wings originated. Anyway, Ivano generously agreed and he took me out the back into the Anchor Bar's kitchen, which is obviously the engine room of the business and it's where all the magic happens. And I asked him some questions and he gave me some great answers, which obviously had been well rehearsed over the years, I would say. And uh, that allowed me to write a great story about the history and origins of this American classic and to be able to share that with readers down under. Now, just a quick summary of the story that I wrote and what Ivano told me. 
And he said that the uh, original recipe and cooking method used by Teresa Balasimo on the night she invented buffalo wings in 1964 is still being practised at the Anchor Bar. Ivano said that while uh, Teresa didn't expect her wings to become an, an American legend, they now rank alongside the hot dog, James Dean and Elvis for American icon status. And if you go to a fancy restaurant or if you sit at a bar, and have a bar menu, you will most likely find buffalo wings. Ivano also said that the Anchor Bar served 2,000 pounds, which is 907 kilograms, of chicken wings every single day, and their famous hot sauce is also exported to Italy, Japan, France, and Germany. And they also ship fresh buffalo wings to just about anywhere in the country. But just like London, there was no way of buying them anywhere in Perth. So the only way to solve that problem was to start making them myself. So I started cooking my own wings at home and like most great inventions, the evolution of my uh, recipe was born out of necessity and it certainly involved a great deal of trial and error. Let's say the focus was on the errors at that time, but uh, I started off by purchasing a recipe book that had the recipes for 365 different snacks and appetizers, and I've still got the book today. Among the recipes was one for buffalo chicken wings and another one for blue cheese dip. So this was, at the time, it was a bit like discovering a map to hidden treasure or a golden ticket to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Originally, I followed this recipe very closely and cooked the chicken wings using hot corn oil or peanut oil boiling in a pot uh, heated on an electric stove and an old electric stove at that. Now, needless to say, this uh, somewhat primitive cooking method proved somewhat problematic and there were some consequences that came with it, such as um, setting fire to the kitchen and the curtains uh, on more than one occasion, definitely overcooking the wings on more than one occasion, uh, resulting in complaints from neighbours due to smoke inhalation and other catastrophes, uh, including splattering chilli sauce and melted butter on the walls. But I was determined to get the recipe right. However, I learnt from my mistakes and maintained a steadfast focus on continuous improvement. And despite the misfired attempts and um, the burnt curtains, uh, I eventually found a groove and settled into a consistent way of making a decent batch of buffalo wings. I'm still cooking buffalo wings and, um, and while I enjoy cooking wings for family and friends, there's um, certainly more time between uh, wing hits now than they used to be in my 20s. And in fact, now I'm probably just as happy having the carrots and the celery alone. And great job on that piece by Monty. And a beautiful piece of storytelling by Colin Bettles. And he discovered this, well, this common food group here in the United States when he was a kid, when he was a college kid. And the next thing you know, this becomes his life's obsession. The story of the chicken wing and an Aussie listener of Our American Stories, Colin Bettles. Here on Our American Stories. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. 
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.